0: Okay, Aureliano. Hola, Chris. How are you today?
1: I'm okay. good. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing well. Was yeah. looking forward to getting together and yeah, To doing this, and Scooby too. Say hello, Scooby. Hello. <laughs> Scooby is the director.
1: Hands on.
0: Yeah. So, my name is Aureliano Nava, and.
1: My name is chris jameson
0: and we are both participants of the people of color group that meets at the Shambala center uh, in los angeles and um, we met at the beginning of the year right 2019
1: yes yes around in january which yeah. is
0: the duration of time that i've been attending the plc group uh, at the Shambala center in los angeles Chris, you've been participating with the POC group there at the center for longer than that.
1: Yeah, yeah, but um, I guess before we, we get into that, we just want to say that we're not uh, directly affiliated with Shambhala LA or Shambhala International.
0: No, we're not We're not uh-huh. Uh-huh. getting paid by them. No, compared.
1: no, not not getting paid. Uh, wink, wink. Or hint, hint, I guess. Yeah, they're probably the best. But no, no, we're just um, two people just... Wanting to share our experiences with uh, two schmucks, yeah, two schmucks, uh, <laughs> sharing our experience with uh, with Buddhism. Yes.
0: So, we're not representing yeah. um, you know, the center or Shambhala uh, at any capacity yeah. other than just ourselves, yeah, That's yeah, like a, yeah. Started meeting with the POC group, um, probably when, soon after it started, right?
1: Yeah, I guess I remember seeing notices on meetup, um, about maybe four or five months beforehand, mm-hmm. so um. So yeah, yeah. The group's been around for a little bit, and it seems like it's definitely grown over the years.
0: Mm-hmm. And I met you probably soon after I started participating, uh, in early two thousand and nineteen. I think uh, in the last couple of months has it been? We started talking about the possibility of doing something like this. Um, and finally, we we are. We tried it. Yeah, a couple few, a couple th- times, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. had some technical difficulties, and um, um, were not very pleased with a couple of video yeah, sessions yeah. that we did. And finally, we said to ourselves, you know, no matter how it comes, mm-hmm. out, <laughs> no matter how it turns out, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna put this out yeah. there. <laughs> so here we are.
1: I'm sure it'll get better as we go along. Yeah. Let's Practice w- makes perfect, I guess. Yeah. Let's hope that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <You're> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: uh, so we said to ourselves that we're going to keep this first um, session or this first episode. We should, I guess we should call it um, episodes, right? Yeah. You
1: are. Yeah. 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 Um, like we, we have, we'll have our seasons. <laughs> like yes. we'll have the cliffhanger, you know. Um. Se- season one episode. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is season one, episode one. Okay, so stay tuned.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we did say that this first um, episode was gonna be um, somewhat unstructured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And we hope um, that if we have future episodes, there'll be more of uh, a structure to mm-hmm. to to them. But uh, now we just want to have it be a relaxed yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, but maybe we should talk about what is poc and within the context of um you know buddhism and uh, since um a lot of these poc groups do meet in buddhist centers although i'm sure that there probably are some poc groups that meet in um Other non-Buddhist centers, Mm -hmm. right? But are there other PLC groups, like uh, you think, uh, that meet in Christian churches and?
1: Um, That's a good question. I would imagine so. Um, I mean, I I know Buddhism seems like it's on the more progressive side of, I guess, politics or how they um, at least how they like to think of themselves, but. Yeah, I would I mean they're definitely churches centered around like you know, integrated, you know, ethnic ethnically integrated spaces, so I would imagine they would have POC groups for hmm. for um you know, for prayer or for um or other aspects of Christianity or Islam. In
0: order to meet the needs of um minority groups mm-hmm. that might feel not somewhat not um included. Yeah, yeah. Know? And after that was the whole idea of these POC groups in Buddhist centers, mm-hmm. right? That for a long time, um, I guess minority participants or pr- practitioners felt that um, they couldn't be as expressive mm-hmm. or open. And some of these um, um, sitting sessions, mm-hmm. like some of these weekend programs, or and there arose the need for POC groups to, to start meeting, right?
1: Yeah, I guess around um, I mean, I'm not too familiar with the history of POC groups. I do know just a little bit from a group my sister attended about, um, I guess a little over 10 years now um, where um, you know, she participated in a group and I guess around uh, you know, I'm sure sometime in the last 10-15 years there's just a growing critical a growing group of you know, people of color involved in, in Buddhism. And so, you know, as a result, you know, you know, those people interested in people's color groups were able to convince, you know, some of the leadership that it was a, a good way to, to serve the, the members of that, the sangha.
0: But it definitely feels that it's something that's been long due. Mm-hmm. Right? That, yeah. Um, feels like it's something that, it took a while for it to catch on and um, be acceptable within Buddhist groups. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been around a little longer than you have. Yeah, right, yeah. Especially in the Shambhala. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, in the Shambhala Buddhist world. Um, so I, I do have a history of um, uh, of this mm-hmm. perhaps a little longer than you have. Oh, yeah, certainly. But yeah. it's interesting that even for you, that... How long have you been around uh, uh, as a practitioner?
1: Oh, Shambhala, I guess, yeah, the POC group was the first group I started attending, so I guess... But you've oh, been a months. Buddhist
0: uh, for a longer period of time, right?
1: Yeah, I guess, you know, starting on and off. Um, I guess I got started studying Buddhism around 2000, 2001.
0: Oh, so, okay, so you... It's, you
1: okay. Well, I, I didn't attend a Sangha that whole time, but, yeah. yeah but often on. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: so... so you've been long uh, long around long enough to to have some perspective about POC groups right, mm-hmm. and the need that they, they are meeting mm-hmm. and even for you it seems that um, you have a l- uh, enough of a history as a practitioner to uh, have some sense of um, well, the, the need for POC groups to to now be um, functioning, mm-hmm. meeting, right, serving the needs of uh, minority participants, right, practitioners. Mm-hmm. Um, can can maybe can we talk about this need?
1: Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, that. Yeah, so I, how, I think that'd be good.
0: Yeah. So how do you how do you perceive this need? Um, how. How do you understand it? How do you, how do you relate to it?
1: I, I in the Shanghai I attended in Austin, where I moved, where I lived before I moved here to L.A. Um, it was a very open space, like i never felt, um, you know, my presence wasn't welcomed. But even then, there were some times where people would make comments you know we would be talking about race in some context, and um like for instance, I remember this one time we were talking, and you know someone mentioned, well, you know we're all white here, and I could tell he you know it was just you know a it, it wasn't so much a mistake as like you know just him you know stating something which was which seemed true to him, but then you know, as a person of color, I feel like you know i'm I'm black and you know, I, you know, identify as black. So that was something that, you know, kind of jarred me, kind of took me out of, you know, taking in what this person was, was sharing. So, you know, there are moments like that where you kind of are alerted to your difference in culture from from what is the usual, you know, cultural background of Buddhists, which is white. Um so I, I think that's definitely one r- important part of the people of color groups in that um, you know you don't have to worry about microaggressions or feeling out of place in the way that you would in a typical Buddhist group.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think at some future episode, we're going to talk more about uh, identity. Mm-hmm maybe now we can just un- yeah briefly mention it because it is central to mm-hmm. you know what uh, POC represents mm-hmm. right um and it's so central to to buddhism right this whole concept of um and dealing with what is um identity mm-hmm. um it just seems to me that POC is addressing this um in a way that maybe um, broader uh, Buddhist groups are not able to, you mm-hmm. know, and, and one can talk about the various reasons why maybe they um, they're not able to, or th- there's been the resistance there over the years to for the need to address mm-hmm. right uh, racial identity, uh, and no one can say well. We are addressing it Mm -hmm. as Buddhists, right? Uh, Identity in its general, more Mm -hmm. more important scope, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, In that we um, identify with this self, with Mm -hmm. ego, uh, Mm -hmm. with this very powerful uh, uh, understanding, and more importantly, with with this sense and feeling of being someone, mm. right? being being
1: Aureliano uh, or being Chris or Jung. yes,
0: exactly. yes and and that is very solid, right? And so Buddhism directly goes to the heart of addressing mm. that in uh, its view and mm-hmm. it's the practice addresses that directly. And so why the need mm-hmm. to have separate groups that um, meet on the basis of racial identity. If, um, as Buddhists, we mm-hmm. are already addressing mm-hmm. that at at,
1: at, at, its, the, core, right, yeah. at its
0: core, its um, core. So I I I'm, I mean that's the way it probably mm-hmm. goes, right? That's that's been mm-hmm. that's. Would you agree that's probably the, has been the. The understanding or yeah that?
1: yeah.
0: Um, but. So, what what can we say about that
1: well i I think you know the people of color groups it kind of touches on identity in a slightly different perspective, whereas I think you know traditionally Buddhism has been you know the teachings are to strip you of that identity, not I mean, that's not the right word, but to expose the difference between your ego sense of yourself and the sense of yourself that you're actually defining that ego sense of yourself that it's not something fixed and something permanent and in a people of color group you're you're also deconstructing that idea of who you are but you're also doing in in a sense to to um to you're attempting to liberate it by staying with it in a sense you're You're not trying to diminish your cultural identity, but you're trying to embody it in a way that affirms your dignity and allows you to move in the other, in the outside, um, you know, in America, the, you know, mostly white culture, um, in in with a sense of peace, but also in a way to honor your heritage.
0: I think you said something there that uh, rang a bell for me that it addresses this right, concept of identity and mm-hmm. what we are by allowing us the opportunity mm-hmm. to to stay with it mm-hmm. to, to look at it um, long enough and stable enough right, with a stable enough uh, mind and feeling right uh, so that it's seen for, for what mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. and that that is central to um, and at the heart mm-hmm. of Buddhism, right? Uh So it makes sense to me that um, being able to to, um, grapple with this in a very direct manner Uh Uh, after all, you know, you wake up in the morning and you go to the bathroom and you look in the mirror and you what do you see? You see a person that you recognize, right, that you deeply identify Uh yourself with. And uh, that person has certain properties, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, giving ourselves the opportunity to dig into that, in terms of how we view ourselves as being part of um, uh, an ethnic group, a racial r- group, whatever, right? right? <laughs> um, in both intellectually and mo- more importantly, right with that sense mm-hmm. and feel of that's who I am, uh, and giving ourselves the opportunity to uh, investigate that and um, look at that directly, mm-hmm. um, I think it's very important, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, you know. Besides, you know, Buddhism speaking on, you know, addressing your relation you know, your, you know, what this self means in relation to who you are you know, it's also, you also have to look at yourself with a critical eye. You know, that's important to to note as well. And, you know, I, I think with, you know, so many messages going on in, in our culture about what a different group is or, the, you know, it's important to kind of, to look at yourself through an objective lens and and see what's really true, what's really true, and especially for People of color considering we live in a culture which doesn't which oftentimes chips away at that at that at the sense of yourself that well it hmm, it, it doesn't make um, walking around as a person of color easy easy on an easy experience yeah
0: you know um you know I, I suspected we both suspected mm-hmm. that we, we were gonna struggle with mm-hmm. this and and uh, that this was, that struggle mm-hmm. with this was going to be part of this experience and, um, and very much mm-hmm. that's uh, how I feel about this mm-hmm. right now um, and there's so many things that um, or areas mm-hmm. that we can select to um, unfold mm-hmm. right? like you just said something right now to that you know, s- just popped mm-hmm. popped up for me or, mm-hmm. or rang about for me uh, how we can objectively look at this mm-hmm. and um, what does that mean given that this so we have people color groups that meet on the basis of identity mm-hmm. right um, and we do want to have the opportunity to look at what is identity objectively Mm -hmm. um but um and we can talk about what that means but personally for me the challenging part is the the going around feeling right that i'm a person that identifies himself as mexican right because so much of my Upbringing, as I came to the United States with my family, like it or not, was about being Mexican. Not that I wanted to be Mexican, mind you, because you know when I was in Mexico, that rarely came up. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was the, the contrast of being Mexican in a place where overwhelmingly everything told you that you were indeed Mexican mm-hmm. because you know, the contrast between you and the rest of society was mm-hmm. so so great for me yeah, and for yeah. my family. Mm-hmm. And, and so there was so much as I um, went around uh, as a young adult in this country pointed that out to me. Mm-hmm. And so th- that must have created a, a very strong sense of, what that feels like, mm-hmm. so grappling with that, um, I think is more challenging for me than the. Let's take a look at that objectively. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, those. I, I mean, I, I believe I, I I can speak on you know um. Yeah, that felt experience, like parsing that out from. You know the. Deep feelings, like some, uh, you know, uh, you know, both towards your culture or both the resistance of people, you know, confirming your identity in a way that that unnerves you. You know, it's hard to parse that out from, you know, yourself in the sense of a Buddhist context. You know, because, you know, I mean, I mean, granted, um, you know, that same thread is is also present for people who who aren't people of color for white people but it does seem i I don't know if either because there aren't you know resources to help us through um that experience but it does seem distinctly different from at least when reading um teachers speak about the self this culture the presence of a distinct cultural difference does add a different layer to it at least for me.
0: Yeah.